Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Welcome, and as always, thank you for listening. So today, let's look at the word Gnostic. Gnostic. It's kind of a crazy word. The word itself is G, as in George, N-O-S-T-I-C. Gnostic. Now, Gnosticism has been around for centuries. I mean, a long time. Now, here's the thing. Gnostics, in fact, when I say a long time, I mean a long time. All the way back to the Apostle Paul. All the way back to the time of Jesus. Now, um, Gnostics, and by the way, that is a general term for many different groups. But And if you'll bear with me, there's a reason why I'm saying that and even bringing this up because most people are like well I don't understand what are you doing why you're bringing this up now it makes no sense so here's the thing Gnosticism in its day and today had to do with a separation a separation of the spirit and the flesh now, it really originates way back in Jesus' day, in the Apostle Paul's day, where it comes out of a, what they call mystery cults. Now, without getting too deep in this, let me just say this. Gnostics viewed the spirit as good and pure, in the flesh as evil and bad. Okay. Now, because of that, though, they really felt that what you did with the flesh wasn't that big of a deal. Because the spirit is pure, the spirit you know, would pass on to the next life, all of this. And the spirit was energy, so you didn't have to worry about that. The flesh, yeah, the flesh was going to die. So you didn't have to worry about what you did with your flesh. So they had a lot of parties. They had a lot of serious parties. They had a lot of serious wild parties. That God didn't approve of. At all. As a matter of fact. In the book of Revelation. uh, One thing that the, the church at. Ephesus in the book of Revelation was commended on commended on by Jesus was this it was Revelation 2 6 says yet you have yet this you have it says you hate the work of the Nicolaitans which I also hate and the Nicolaitans were Gnostics now 
there was a lot of argumentation about where the Nicolaitans started uh, because there was one of the seven deacons that was voted in. Um, there was a guy named Nicholas, and there are scholars who believe that he was the one behind that. In fact, several church fathers weigh in on that and say, yeah, this is the guy. But here's the thing. Gnostics haven't gone away. As a matter of fact, they're still with us. Let me recommend to you a book. Uh, there is a book by Elliot Miller called A Crash Course on the New Age Movement. New Age Movement is, to be quite honest, not new anymore. It's been around a while. But it pretty much feeds on Gnosticism and the Gnostic ideas, which, by the way, are anti-biblical. And, as I previously mentioned, Jesus does not like the ideas that come behind that. Now, there are people who would say, oh, no, no, he was just had problems with the Nicolaitans. Well, there's a reason for that. That's because what they, th what they thought was Gnostics, and that was pretty much everything else. Now, here, why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing this up because it hasn't gone away. And there are a lot of churches that still grip this thought process. And it's bad. It's a bad thought process. Because it's unbiblical. Now, uh, those people will also be quick to tell you that, Oh, no, wait a minute. We have the Gospel of Thomas. Now, the Gospel of Thomas is a Gnostic gospel. Yes, I have a copy. Um, no, I don't quote it. Do you know why? I don't quote it because that ain't scripture. And they and they'll and people will argue with you. And they'll say, Oh no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Gospel Thomas is older than most of the other old does, does not mean correct. For real. Uh, so, here's the thing. The Gospels that we have are tried and true, in my opinion, and you can look at the evidence for yourself if you don't believe it. I, I encourage you, actually, to do that. But there are a lot of people that get suckered into this Gnostic thought process, which is, in the modern day, called the New Age Movement. And the New Age Movement, in some ways, um, they embrace this, oh, spirit good, flesh bad kind of thought process. And... In the beginning, when God made man, he said it's good. He didn't say, oh, man, spirit's great, ah, but his flesh really stinks. He didn't do that. So, anyway. The point is, Gnosticism has not gone. 
has not left. It's still with us. And it's in a lot, it, believe it or not, in a lot of churches and a lot of seminaries. That is unfortunate. Because it's not a thought process Jesus signs off on. He says so. He, in fact, he says he hates the work of the Nicolaitans, which was a Gnostic group. Now, if you want to get specific, say, oh, no, no, it was just that Gnostic group. And I don't buy that. So, how do we kind of turn this back around? First, if you realize that there is a thought process that is going away from the Bible you know. In other words, um, there's been a lot of attention given to um, a group of texts called the Nag Hammadi texts that, that was in Nag Hammadi, Egypt, that they found this jazz, which includes the Gospel of Thomas, which includes a lot of really weird stories about Jesus. Um, the complication is, is, I'm telling you, it's a distraction. It's a distraction from the main thought. And the main thought is this. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has already set down the scripture we have. I believe in the preservation of scripture. I believe God absolutely preserves his word. Now, are there other things that are useful to read, like the Apocrypha? Yeah, I, I do believe that. Do I believe the Gospel of Thomas is valuable to read? Mm. Mm. I'd have to argue that one. I don't know. I don't think so. Why? Because the historicity of it, I don't, I mean, in the age of of the document would make some people go, woo, but age does not necessarily <laughs> mean it's right. Sometimes what you have, which is copies of older documents, is better than something you got that's older. Um, anyway, Getting back to the original. The Bible we have, I believe God has preserved for us. It's the Bible, the Bible that he wants us to have. Is the Apocrypha of use? Yes. Even the Reformers said so. They didn't say anything about the, the Gospel of Thomas, by the way. They didn't say anything about all the other little books that come with the Gospel of Thomas. 
they didn't say a whole lot about the Nagamati grouping of stuff. So here's what I'll say. Stick with what the saints have put out there for you. Stick with the scripture that you know. Know that first. And know it well. And know it in a lot of detail. So that when the weird stuff comes, which is the Nagamati type jazz, which is the Gospel of Thomas and its other companion material, then you can look at it and say, ah, okay, I see where this looks kind of screwy. And the reason I say that is because, believe me, when I tell you, Satan is going to try to muddy the water. Now, people right now going, oh yeah, blame it on Satan, blame it on, blame it on demons, just go ahead and just make it that way. Well, okay, uh, here's the thing. That is a, that is the thing. <laughs> that is a factor. Satan does not want us to examine the scripture. He does not want us to know it. He doesn't want us to examine it. He doesn't want us to have it part of our lives. Why? Because if you think about it, the scripture, what, what did Jesus do when he was tempted and confronted by Satan? He quoted scripture to him. And believe me, it wasn't the Gospel of Thomas Jesus was quoting. So, that being the case, I want to encourage you to realize that there's other stuff out there, all right? Believe me, there's a lot of other stuff out there. Know the Bible you have first. Don't start grabbing this stuff because I have a friend. I dearly love him. But he grabs weirdness from other places, and then oh no, the Sanskrit says this, and the in the Egyptian says this. Just because it's older doesn't mean it's right. I'm going to say that again. Just because it's older does not necessarily mean it's right. So know the scripture that we have. Because I believe God has brought it to us for a reason. Then, if for some reason the Spirit leads you, look at the other stuff, but look at it with a highly critical and discerning eye, knowing that it is not something Jesus signs off on. So, from that angle, I encourage you to embrace your Bible study. Keep on speaking it on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your life.